Hello, and welcome to Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me forever and always, the other guy in the room, Alessandro Bielsi. Wow. Come on. That wasn't... That wasn't... It's just a fact. <laughs> I mean... I'm not lying. Well, you're not lying, but of, of all of our intros so far. Yeah, I'm still pouring. What do you want? <laughs> this unconventional episode's going to be all about superhero movies. Are and we're going to do something gonna... a little different with the beer, too. Yeah, we're going to dig deep. But first, what are we drinking... First, well, a little hint of what's to come. Drink, drinking part one? <laughs> yeah. Beer's part one. Uh, what we have here is... Beer's part in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't, do the, we don't do the French thing. Oh, it's not sorry. okay. Um, and if you're French and you're listening, we appreciate your patronage, but fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't... I don't... know. I don't oh, agree I mean, with that. I mean, we love you, or whatever. Um, <laughs> we're drinking Six Point. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> six Point Tesla, uh, which is... A fresh hop charged lager. Uh, it was said that Tesla would visualize fully functioning inventions in his mind before even setting pen to paper. God, I couldn't have read that worse. Uh, <laughs> to start with a realized formulation in the mind's eye, see it, smell it, and taste it, then harness the right materials to create it. Now that's mad science. Here's a question Are we actually allowed to do that? Do what? Read it right off the can like that? That's probably fine. Well, I'm not saying that I came up with this, I'm, I'm crediting it to them, so. Fair. Um, they're not sponsoring us, bastards. Um, but <laughs> she didn't even ask. <laughs> you can't get mad at them, <laughs> can't I? No. <laughs> so, in case we needed to clear this up, this was formulated by the mad scientists, Six Point Brewery, Brooklyn, New York. Um, so this lager is seven point one percent alcohol by volume. It's forty nine IBUs, nine SRM, and it's a lager. Here he goes talking about the cans again, Anthony coming in hot. Um, I like these little thin. Yeah, it's interesting, right? They're fun. It's cool. All the six points are like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, All the ones that I've had at least. Spoiler alert again. (laughs) Um, There's going to be more. There will be more. Where that came from. Um, Yeah, no, it's cool. They're much easier to hold. Yeah, I like Like to hold several of them. Uh, Psychonic. You know, if you're drinking with friends, like if you have friends, and you're drinking with them, and you want to scoop a couple beers on the way in. If you have friends? (laughs) And you want to come in the room and and have several cans, it's much easier to hold a couple of them in your hand. Strong implication. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> That's where that supercharge is at. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty good. Uh, you know, it reminds me this is becoming a thing now. What's let me, that? Let me put on my like beer snob cap real quick. Mm. Um, the whole thing of like hopped loggers. Like, <laughs> I heard they recently added more hops. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated reference from that movie, which has a million great lines. <laughs> um, no, like uh, like IPA is obviously like it's an old style of beer, great style of beer. Uh, but technically, IPL and like the beer style guides doesn't exist. Hmm. India Pale Lager, um, even though like breweries are making them now, um, unless they've changed it recently. But as Why of the that? last time I'd seen, like a year ago, it wasn't like a, a quote unquote recognized thing for like beer competition and stuff like that. Um, I don't know why, just because it's one of those like you know, institutional things where we get snobby and we don't change with the times until we're forced to kicking and screaming. Um, but it reminds me of, because there's little enough variation and within one style of lager, it reminds me somewhat of the, the one that, that's from... Uh, the hell's the name of the brewery? I'm <laughs> just thinking of the beer, Sculpin. It's um, mm. Ballast Point. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, it's kind of similar to that one, right? Yeah, I would say that. I, I like all their beers that I've had. Oh, yeah, great beers. Yeah. 
Uh, they also don't sponsor us. I think it's just safe to assume that none of them, unless until we say it. Until until said otherwise, yeah. Yeah. That's, there's the disclaimer now. I don't know. I kind of think it's a fun, you know, maybe everyone's guessing. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're like, why is he bringing this up? So uh, do you want to give your little flavor profiles and stuff before I get into my, my review? Oh uh, yeah, we can do that if you want. Uh, I gave like the uh, you gave the, the, you, the stats. You gave the read. I gave the read and I gave the stats. Um, yeah, it's I mean, how's, it, how's it on the palate? <laughs> uh, I don't. Know, I gave him a little hand motion that was not yeah, at all palate. Like, it, it, it was like awkward. It looks like you're tickling the balls. And I don't know why you're doing that's that. Weird. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it, I was thrown. I was just gonna move past it. You brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> this whole show is gonna be unconventional. Yeah, we're, we're doing recording this, in a new this space. New space. Um, New format, just for this episode. Yep. We'll, we'll go back to the Crazy. tried and true. Uh, yeah. But we want to try something a little different. Mix it up, keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to look up... Can't let it plateau now. Well, of course. Um, I'm not 100%... What are we, amateurs? <laughs> God. Um, you know what? I'm not 100% sure what style vlogger it is. They're unnaturally coy on the can and like keep mm. giving all the details. So I'm just looking it up real quick and vamping somewhat. But uh, it's... Nice, it's hoppy, it's got, um, let's see what they say on the website here. I couldn't, like, place it in between some of the other ones that we've had, but I would say it's up there for me. I, obviously, as we spoke about on a previous episode, that... Yeah, had, better that, than the Holiday Soy Style, I guess. It's, it's better than the Holiday Soy <laughs> But, you know. You know, I wouldn't like that beer. I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with it. I didn't dislike it. Alright, this is not going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's already a thing. It's the third episode we've mentioned the Soy but Style. I... I Maybe you could tell me what the what the the line is between these this and the heady topper, but there's certain things in there that I taste well, similar that I really like. Right off the bat, um, the things that are similar: hops. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> they are beers. <laughs> um, so this does have big doses of American hops. This is straight from their website. Mm. Um, although, again, playing coy, they haven't said what side of what sort of hops. And they're not even giving me what sort of malt they're using. Very secretive. Yeah, it's weird. Um, most are much more. Most most companies are much more forthcoming than this. Um, Secret recipe. I dig it. Yeah, I I'm mean it's cool. A little mystique, cultivating a little mystique. I but uh, it. Uh, the big difference between this and Hetty Topper is that that's an ale and this is a lager. Mm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't have more info to give you. I mean, it's very clear, which is a hallmark of a lager. If you're drinking a lager and it's not clear, run. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's a byproduct of. The I'm, getting, I'm getting a lesson here because. Yeah, you guys uh, can get a little yeah. lesson here from whenever I can, whenever I can, with my more than nothing in, <laughs> knowledge more on beer. Um, with more, the amount of my more than nothing with the uh, the brewing I do myself and the much much more drinking I've done of beer. Um, yeah, the type of yeast that they use for lagers. One of the byproducts is that it is a very clear product. I hate that word. What yeast. Oh, well, well you, drink, uh, you, drink, you like beer, so you got to pizza. pizza the word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did I see yeast sitting in your refrigerator? Was that, I, a yeast, was that a yeast starter in that little measuring cup? No, that was a cold coffee that has separated from the cream. Okay, because it looked gross. It's, gonna, it's going down the sink. And it looked like a yeast starter. <laughs> yeah. I can see Although that. I was disturbed by it because it's not covered, and you shouldn't have an uncovered yeast starter. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's just a bacteria farm yeah. in my refrigerator. So, um, yeah, so uh, that that's fungus? why... What? Bacteria? Fungus? What is yeast? Fungus. Um, no. It's alive. That's all I know. It is alive. <laughs> I think it's a fungus. Yeah. Anyway. I hope it's fungus. Because <laughs> now I've put my name to it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, 
that's that. Let's uh, get to the movie. Let's. Well, it's not a movie. Let's get to the movies <laughs> today. Uh, Let's get to the topic. So, as we mentioned in the intro, this one's going to be about superhero movies. As a you whole. know, before we rambled a bunch, right? We uh, Southern and Al, Al and I have been talking about it for a while. We wanted to get into just a just a fun little chat about the current state of affairs. Ah, oh, nice and, branding. Branding, I like it. And uh, and what it, what it means for the whole superhero genre. Yeah. So let, let's let's throw out a little bit of definition because I don't know how you view it. For me, when I hear superhero movies in the current climate, mm. I think DC or Marvel. Right. After seeing Logan, I'm willing to expand it to the X Men thing because of what they've done with that and how they've tried to redo the whole thing. Brian okay, I see what you're on. saying. You said se- uh, you separate that because it's not. Sp- part of the MCU. Yeah, because those two, the MCU, DCEU, um, are so well thought out, well, depending on which one you're talking about, mm. uh, but since yeah. there's, there's a roadmap... Oh, and we'll get there. <laughs> there's a roadmap, and there's an idea of an expanding universe sure. for the two of them, whereas the others are have been less coherent in the sense of world building outside of Fair. each individual movie. Fair. So, as much as those are like, are superhero movies, I don't view them in the same way along like they kind of exist out on the side for me as opposed to like the the two sides of dc and and marvel well yeah i i could see that like and i see that there's you know there's those two clear lines of like those like it's like almost like all these like smartphones and shit right like there's your there's your iphone and there's your samsung and, and then there's, there's all these else. other ones yeah, yeah. that that's that's kind yeah, of like the same it's thing kind of a, same idea. but uh i actually do what i'm thinking all these superhero movies i am thinking about x-men i'm thinking about Things that are not strictly part of the MCU. See, I'm willing to bring that back now because of the way they are trying to refocus. Not the same scope, but they are refocusing with... Although the Logan thing is done, the last two have been trying to be kind of coherent within the same story. Sure. And then with all of like the Days of Future Past and Apocalypse, and they're going to do X-Force and Deadpool, and that'll have some loosely tied thing there. I'm willing to bring that into the fold a little mm. more now as opposed to maybe a couple of years ago. Sure. But I'm not going to count something like the now probably hopefully dead Fantastic Four. Right. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't deserve to be included in this conversation. I feel like that's never going to die. They're just going to keep trying. trying. Well, it's the whole rights issues thing. Um, yeah. Not to bore the audience, but like like Fox, I guess, has it. I think um, so. Fox doesn't want those rights to revert back to Marvel because it's a cash cow. Even sure. no matter how shitty the movies are, they're going to make some movie making them right. There's some money right. making these movies. But yeah. that cast and the director's never going to direct anything that matters ever again because he committed seppuku with, yeah. <laughs> with these comments after the movie Seriously. was made. Like, but uh, with the with the movies that stand outside the MCU and D, was is it DC EU? Yeah, the DC Extended Universe. Extended Universe. Uh, it's I like it's cool though that these other things exist because it kind of if you're familiar with comics and branching story arcs and things like that. Like, you're just okay with it. You're okay with things that don't tie into the main universe, and you're okay with things that go off on their own little tangent. Well, that's something that's more, like, specifically with DC, if you're going to talk <coughs> about, like, Suicide Squad? Um, no, I, well, no. The, DC is trying to have a, a line that goes through their whole set of stories, and we'll get, we'll get to those, we'll, we'll okay. call them out. But, like, something like, um, you know, you'll have your... I don't want to use the DC example, but in the comics, like, you'll have your new 52, which was, like, a reboot of 52 stories, and it was, like, like, it's just, there's, it's, it's stories you've heard in, like, a new imagining and different ways that go along, okay, sorry about that, that. I thought it was muted, I'm afraid to mute this, 
Oh, yeah, well, don't do that. Um, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway... Story like stories that branch off and go into like different arcs like that's like you're if you're if you read comics you're into that you're used to it like you could just pick something up and kind of read like a a short three four issue thing that just goes on its own little story and be okay with that mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I how I take those movies that are outside of the main timeline of oh I see what you mean okay yeah I sorry I thought you were talking about specifically within the DC universe oh no okay no just uh, comics in general and movies right. now yeah. going forward. But, um, without further ado, how would you like to break this down? Well, how do you, well there goes, there goes the, the fan. <laughs> doesn't matter what room room, we can't, ex- we can't escape. I think it. it's, it must be mine on the table with the mic. That would make sense. That would make sense. <laughs> uh, so what do you mean by, uh, how do you want to break this so, down to start let's with? Take a, shall we take a walk through the current MCU? Yeah, well, yeah, let's take a look at what we most recently saw from them and what's to come in the immediate future. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you have, like, the multi-parts of Infinity War, but they, like, just started shooting those, so that's not really on the map right now. All right, before we even dive into the actual list of movies there, yeah, how do you feel about the fact that there it is planned so far out? I mean, for one, if they want this to be coherent... Mm-hmm. Having a plan is usually good. <laughs> sure. Because uh, that's... What about having... I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. There's release dates yeah. tied to movies but that they're, are untitled. They're not, they're not alone in doing that. Uh, all these big studios do stuff like that. They, they they book these release dates years ahead of time, even when they don't even know what movie they're going to make yet. But it's like, oh, we're going to have a movie that comes out then. Clearly, I'm looking right now. The 1st of May 2020, 10th of July 2020, 6th of November 2020. All untitled. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not even just superhero movies. Other yeah. movies, too. Like, they, they just book a date. And it's like, oh, we're going to make a movie and it'll come out that day. Yeah, but... And they move them around anyway. We've already seen them do a little bit of maneuvering where they'll flip around. So, like, you'll see, <coughs> you'll see Disney will take not just Marvel, you know, one level up. Disney right. will say, okay, uh, for instance, Thor Ragnarok's not going to be ready on whatever day it's supposed to be out. We're going to push back three months to the date we have then. Uh, we have a movie that's going to be out then. But, you know, we can get it done faster. Let's just move it up here. Right. Uh, well, and that's I think that's great. I yeah. think that's awesome. And you have to do that. It's that's, master planning. It's playing chess instead that, of checkers. Yeah, that is just how you, you play. That's just how you do this right. Um, mm-hmm. I My fear is that, well, I think it's just proven that the folks at DC are not doing that. Or, well, whoever's, whoever's really running all the the, the movie studios, they're yeah. all together. Right, right now, Warner, Warner is... Yeah. Warner, yeah. Warner is a stormtrooper. Right. Because they just keep shooting and missing. Right, and it's just like, <laughs> well, I don't think I don't they, think they, have, any, they so. have no intention of pivoting if something's not ready. It's I feel like Suicide Squad was an example of that. Yep. It's just like, the, like I feel like they probably had something, they had a good idea. I remember like seeing original trailers being like interested, and then seeing a second trailer and be like, ah, shit. That that whole organization's rotting from the top down, uh, or from the, from the core out, if you want. Like pick your oh, like, use of metaphor, like. It's horrible. Uh, well, but it's true. Like, Either way, it smells to me. That's yeah, what, that's, what, well, so, <laughs> that's how that that's what I'm described. saying. I think the stormtrooper. I think the stormtrooper thing is like is right because have they hit on anything yet? Right. Nothing they've done has been a success yet. That's two Superman. Well, we'll call it one and a half Superman movies and Suicide Squad. Right. The like the 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 benchmark, like the highest mark, is adequate. Right. Man of Steel was adequate. And the other two movies right. were bad or very bad. Yeah. Man of Steel. Um, I'm going to bring this up time and time again. 
Could have been a better movie if Michael Shannon wasn't in it. I cannot stand him. I know you like him. No, I cannot stand him. I just thought he was fine. Like, he was okay. Eh, um, like, didn't I, do I don't have me. a problem with him like you do. But pick your actor who you think yeah. would have been the perfect. Just cut him out and, like, just reshoot the whole thing. Movie's still okay. With what's. No, no, with. with um With what's his name? Um. The original Zod mm. in the original movie. It's still not a good movie. It, yeah. it might be better. He was a great Zod. Right. But it's not good. Yeah. Just falls, a lot of it just falls flat. Yeah. Well, flat's a great word for it. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Yeah, that whole movie is just like... Mm. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> from from the, the music, the writing, the direction, to the literal colors are drab and bland. Yeah. The it, coloration of the movie is drab and bland, other than when he's shooting his laser eyes. It really sucks because we have these... Three, in my opinion, incredible Batman movies that came out before all of this crap. Yeah, that aren't part of the universe right. at all. And which the worst of those is still quite good. Yeah, apparently a lot of people will disagree with that. The Dark Knight Rises is quite good. I I love it. It's better than Man of Steel. Fact by any medical oh, yeah. objective. <laughs> yeah. Even if you want to say it missed the mark or it wasn't that good, comparatively, it's. The Godfather. So is Lego Batman. Um, <laughs> Which is saying something. <laughs> saying something terrible, but it's saying something. Yeah. No, I mean, not to knock Lego Batman, but yeah. Better than... No, not to knock it at all. It's the fact that that shouldn't be in the same conversation and it's better. Right. But yeah, so you go from these you go from these three, like, just the super craft of movies. Like, they're just unreal in my... Like, I just love them. I also, like... It's the I, true bridging. It's like, you know, like, if you hear, like... the. The movie insiders like, oh, superhero movies can't be art. Those movies yeah. are art. Yeah, well, also it's it's Christopher Nolan who I'll always have a soft spot for him. And oh, even when even, even when like he does a movie like Insomnia, which in my mind is like is a miss, everybody gets one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, uh, I never saw that one actually. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting at. But um, but I get, yeah, I guess I've seen. If you go you go from that and then you get Man of Steel, and it's like you get that. What really sucks. For me on that is you get that produced by and you, you like okay maybe this guy's giving his seal of approval on it it was produced by in the same way that the christmas special was produced by yeah. george lucas right it's just very upsetting and i from there it's like because like i go in there like okay if he's if he's backing this like i feel like it's got to be good and then i was like oh and like we like as we discussed flat and then that man be superman came out and there are parts of that movie that i really enjoy i although that you and uh, you I don't like. The, I haven't seen the extended. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's that's an that's an interesting thing which we should definitely get into. But uh, I like the Batfleck. Yeah, I mean, well, I think that he's great. He was fine. I, he was far better than my worst fears. Yeah. So I, I I still wouldn't say that I liked him in the role per se, but mm. he wasn't offensive to me in the way that I was afraid he was going to be. Uh, yeah, and he, he that was the only. I feel like, like that was what, of all the what things that were wrong in that, the movie. Of all, like, of all yeah. the things that were wrong in that movie. He's not. He's probably not in the top ten. Which, sure. and to be fair to him, like I'm trying to go back and be fair. In the last ten years, Ben Affleck is not the offense to my eyes and ears that he was in the ten years yes, prior. I'm prior turning to you around. No, you're not turning around. He is. Yes. But it's gone from. I got you, Ben. One of my <laughs> least favorite actors of all time to right. he exists. Fair. I'll take it. Right. Like. Uh, I'm trying to be fair about it, but like anything prior to 2005, seed, like, though. he's in there now. You're gonna see him. Well, it's taken ten movies of his to start changing my opinion. Hey. <laughs> the ten before that sucked, or he sucked in them. Persistent. <laughs> it's funny. It's 
Sure. Um, yeah, but I, I I really enjoyed his uh, his portrayal of. Well, enjoy it while you can bat. because now he's running away from it. Yeah, which you know what? I, I don't blame I don't blame him. him. I don't. Uh, let's so he's up to his eyes of, and off shit. Of that, let's take a look at this now. So we have this DCEU, and we have uh, first movie in this set is Man of Steel. Yes. Then followed up by Batman v Superman. Yes. Followed up by Suicide Squad. Trainwreck of cars filled with shit. Just real trash. Yes. And then now we have the Wonder Woman movie coming out. Yes, that comes out. In and May. I feel like every time one of these things come, comes up, I'm like, God, I just I hope you turn this ship around. Well, I can't get excited for it. Like I was, I had been wanting to get excited for it because I liked her. She was one of the few good parts of Batman for Superman. Yeah. They didn't give her enough to do. Right. They had given her more. It would have been a less shitty movie. They, they also, and we're going to talk about doubling down on a couple of things that they've done here. Uh, one of the things that they did, I don't, it's a it's a silly thing maybe to hang, like just to get hung up on, but that, that music that they play for her doesn't fit for me. I can't picture it. Um, there's just like this, like, music that just, like, when they get into... What is this, Kill Bill? When yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're looking at each but, other uh, across like the they, <laughs> they played it in Batman v Superman when she, well, you didn't see she, it, but she drops down and blocks... Uh, Doomsday from toasting Batman. <laughs> this was in the extended one. No, it was in the regular one. No, I saw the movie. Oh, so I just yeah. didn't see the yeah. director. So she drops down. And they play that like intense like boom, boom, and it's like it's almost as if it's supposed to sound like tribal, and like, maybe it's hard to get that like Amazonian feel to it. Yeah, yeah. But what it ha- doesn't. What happened there? It doesn't. I don't know. I couldn't get it out. You, you had a mini stroke in yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, it's like they're trying to get like that feel in it, but it's it's got too much rock music behind it, and it doesn't it just doesn't work for me. And every time I hear it, it just takes me out of the experience uh, altogether. Okay. It's one of those and, immersion breakers. Like, yeah. So like, then the Wonder Woman trailer comes out, and I'm like, okay, all right, okay. And then they do that, and something happens, and I'm like, no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, I like, I want to get excited. But I just, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to yeah. let them disappoint me. Right. I'm going to go in with no expectations until they make a movie that's good. And then I'll, I'll, I'll reassess. I'll be, okay, like, because I like the idea of this. Mm-hmm. Like, and it is interesting um, to do a little teaser for what we're going to talk about later. It's a dramatically different feel from what the other DC movies have been so far. Doing it, setting it in World War One, as opposed to in the current. Right. You know what I mean? Um, although it looks like they might do a little bit of flashback, flash forward. Seems that way. Um, which it can work. I, I'm, I'm not going to sure. judge that. You know, depends on how they do it. Yeah. Um, but I like I like her. I like Chris Pine. I'm not sure who else is in. It looks like there's mostly not as well known people in the, in this movie. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I don't. Nobody's. I can't think of anything. Like I've only that. seen the one like full trailer that they've done so far. Let's pull up the list, shall we? Yeah. Get a little Gal Gadot. I don't. Is that, is that oh, her? Robin Wright is in it. Oh yeah. Um, is 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 her name Gal Gadot? Is that not how you say it? I've never heard her name said out loud. Said out loud. Uh. So I'm not going to say you're wrong, but in my mind, I've been um, hearing it as like Godot. I mean, that's probably more um, accurate than what I just did. But again, I've never heard it said out loud, so it could be wrong. I'm just going to read the letters that are there. Fair. Got it. <laughs> Gadot. <She> did not know. She- <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not know she was. Um, she was Israeli. No other folks are standing out to me other than Robin Wright yeah. at the moment. And I didn't, re- yeah, I didn't realize. Oh, David Thewlis is in it too, and Connie Nielsen. No, there's a bunch of people who like kind of matter in this. Danny Houston. 
Sorry, you, other people in it. You and Bremer. Al's a jerk. No, no, no. These are all like <laughs> these are all like C-listers. Damn. Connie Nielsen was from oh. Gladiator. Oh God! So I have this open. This is really. This is really. You know what really grinds my gears? David Thewlis no, from Harry Potter. I've got this open uh, on IMDb. I've got the new uh, Wonder Woman movie, and on the right it says related lists from IMDb, and like the movies that are popping up in there. It's like Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, and then Batman Begins. I'm like, don't, don't put that, <laughs> don't put him in there. I have Dark Knight Rises. That's upsetting. <laughs> That's upsetting. But anyway, so um. I forgot why we got off on this tangent and got in here. Oh, we were just talking about who's who else, else was in it. Movie. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like just trying to think from like the, but really it's just Chris Pine who jumped out in, right. uh, in in the trailer or whatever. Um, so okay, so we go from this to um, that comes out sometime later this year. It's and May, then, I think. May and then June, July is Justice League. Uh, I think it's July. Okay, so oh, I was wrong. Sorry, very beginning of June is is Wonder Woman. Here's the here's my problem with that uh, with Justice League. And you have the same problem, I believe. These characters are not well established. Um, well, I guess this is an effort towards establishing. Yeah, but but the only other character that's well established is quote unquote dead, Superman. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he's so clearly not dead by the end of that movie. Well, probably, but, but I think they're going to spend a decent amount of time in this movie with him not on screen. Oh, and if you think that's a spoiler, it's not. It's not. That's a quick synopsis of don't go, don't go see it. They they're gonna fight. They're gonna remember. They're gonna find out their mother's names are the same. Just go find them. Just, just, just go find someone who did like a supercut, like a 15, 20 minute version of the movie. Like these are the, the scenes you should have seen. You'll get all that you needed to out of this. Right, but so here's the problem. I don't maybe, know. Maybe sip on some piss and you'll kind of get the idea. Who's who's directing? Who's directing Justice League? Zack Snyder. Okay, so and it's November. Okay, I feel like that got pushed back. Did that get pushed back? I think it used to be in the summer, but they yeah. must have pushed it a while back though. Mm. So it's November. November seventeenth is the current date that's listed on IMDb. So we can see that, and then if it's trash, we can be immediately brought back to life by Star Wars. Um, <laughs> yeah, we only have one month to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you, but you had Avengers that was directed by Joss Whedon, and that movie was it's it's a guy that can really give everybody a story in enough time. Like that ensemble cast worked. Yeah, well, there's not a single of the main characters in that movie that I felt that the director actively hated. So <laughs> that's a step up above Zack Snyder already. <laughs> Huh. Interesting. You can't Interesting. tell me that there wasn't like this little bit of like Zack Snyder probably hates the character Superman the way he treated him specifically in Justice League, but across both movies, right? Like the guy's name—it's a super. It's, it's not a Batman movie. It's not a Justice League movie. It's a Superman movie with Batman because it's directed by the Superman director. I feel like I still feel like it's the other way around. But it's not supposed to be. The, the first and last thing we see on screen is Superman. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Um, but he clearly likes Batman more than he likes Superman. Right. But maybe, like, maybe Henry Cavill uh, pissed him off. But, I don't know. But like, that's a... Yeah. <laughs> maybe he but, doesn't like him. That's the thing, though. It's like, it's... He had a hard enough time with two big characters, I feel like. And then... And all, ha- all and these characters... we were supposed to have Wonder Woman in the movie, and she feels like she's pushed to the side most of it. Right. And then you have like those weird glimpses. Well, see, they had to like they were rushing these other character glimpses because they were afraid that people were going to be disconnected from the Justice League movie when it came out. Which I mean, you failed. Jesse, there. Jesse Eisenberg had substantially more to do on screen than Superman did in that movie. Yeah, I feel like Jesse Eisenberg actually went insane. Well, I, couldn't, I can't blame him because <laughs> it was he, just such a rough time. I couldn't blame him if he did go a little nuts <laughs> from doing that movie. And like people complained a lot about him, and this is something. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was just too much. But that, see, that's the thing. Like, people... It took me a few months after it came out to actually see the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I briefly mentioned it to you way back before we actually started recording any of our episodes. Because we were trying to get on board with some of the stuff we wanted to really highlight as we started off like the 6. And obviously you're a big comic book hero, like movie fan. I am too. Mm-hmm. And people complain a ton about Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of Alex Luther, I guess it was. Because he's not really Lex, but he's kind of Lex. And... What do you mean he's not really Lex? Well, like, he's not Lex Luthor. He's, like, Lex Luthor's son, maybe, probably? No, he's Lex Luthor. Uh, is he, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. Mm. It's not a... Uh, well, there was a lot of debate even after the movie came out, like, what he actually was. But regardless, I, that's not what I want to get caught up on. The, the point I wanted to make was... <laughs> he, um, he was Lex Luthor. <laughs> he was Lex Luthor, fine. <laughs> the point I wanted to make was, after watching the movie... I don't have a problem with Jesse Eisenberg. I think he played the character they told him to play. Yeah. So I like Jesse Eisenberg. So do I. I think he's you know he's fine as an actor. He's good to very good depending on what role you're yeah. talking about. Um, but I don't think that the failing of that character, like people want to complain about Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. Hayden Christensen is not a good actor. Mm. Anakin was an annoying character, but he was an annoying character portrayed annoyingly by a bad actor. Sure. I think Lex Luthor was a bad character portrayed annoyingly by a good actor. Which is funny is I didn't have a problem with the Lex Luthor character in that movie. I didn't have a problem with most of it. There were certain scenes the ding thing was ridiculously over the top. That makes a lot more sense if you see the director's cut. <laughs> no, I know what I know what he's referencing. I, yeah. I know what it is. It, but they didn't, he didn't have to say ding 20 times. Yeah, I know. But he was like really losing. He could have said it five. But he was really losing it at that point. Fine, but... And he's... You, that's see that's this is another problem though and that's it's studio meddling which yeah. which well, let's dive in um that movie is it goes from just a batman vs superman is is eh to eh, decent if it's you watch the director's cut okay or extended cut i don't know what i think the, it, what I the, say it was directed by the, who but like there's like significant chunks of that movie that revolve around story that are just tossed out the window mm-hmm. in the theatrical version and it's like, honestly, toss out the goddamn doomsday fight. Because that sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, the rest of the movie, like the, the the actual story that they cut out, was I liked I liked the things that were going on in there. Like they were they were darker and deeper things that were happening. And it's just I was just like, why like why did that happen? Uh, who's to say? And then I'm like, oh, this is going to be a thing. And it's like, oh, people like when when it came out, people were like, oh, like watch the direct, like the extended cut. It's going to be better. It's like there's there's a cool story. No, why is that a thing? Why? Yeah, like why isn't that not in the theater? I want to see it the first time I see it. I don't. You you don't get a no no second chance here with the same movie. Just be ah ah so frustrated by that. Yeah. Although you know, if you want to talk about. Uh, like a, a similar situation to a certain extent. I, I don't remember how it all played out because it was before I was born, but Blade Runner. Yeah. But that's a standalone, a really good movie, but people like the director's cut more. Right. This is a bad movie that people needed the director's cut of to, to like enjoy it. and yeah. like, right? Like, that's not okay. Like, that's, yeah. this, that's what we should see on screen then. Exactly. Or you shouldn't have made the fucking movie to begin with. Right. Well, and that's where this that studio meddling comes in. Yeah. Right? Or a, a, we assume that's the case here. And yes and no. I I think a lot of the failings though fall on Zack Snyder's shoulders. Sure. I think that he's way out of his depth with this series of movies. Yeah, Three Hundred's a really good movie. Yeah, he, 
like I, he should have. He's not in his wheelhouse anymore, and he and he's proven to not be equal to the task so far. Yeah, I I agree. And then you have um, but like the then there's a movie like Suicide Squad that which is as what's as we continue down this journey is the next one that comes up, and it's just what. It's just shit on top of more shit. It's just craziness, and like you hear, you hear things like, "Oh, like that that movie died on the cutting room floor," and like you read these articles of like how, like it's just a completely different movie from what they wanted it to be when it started. And it's like it's like three different movies that they cluster fucked into one. Like it, right. it doesn't make sense. Like you hear that they cut out twenty or thirty minutes of content that had the Joker. That's half of a movie, right? Nearly a quarter of a movie. With it's a long movie to begin with, and you cut half an hour of stuff that you were. You were promoing the shit out of that right. in the two years lead up to the movie coming out. Which is that a character was what we were that I would sold like to on, have and he's in two about. scenes that matter. Yeah. It's really... Ugh. Although, and have you heard there might be some sort of reconciliation going on? In what way? Uh, just heard it the other day. There was some story of... I don't remember if it was Zack Snyder or someone was supposedly seen talking to Jared Leto. Oh, no. That basically, like, they're trying to bring... Or it might have been Matt Vaughn. Is he the one who's taking over the, the Batman? I, I, or Sul- I, I, Sullivan. That's who, it's hard, hard to follow. I think it's Matt <laughs> Sullivan. The guy who they just they just have to okay. take over the Batman. It was either him or Zack Snyder. One of them was seen talking to Jared Leto recently at some event. Okay. And people are saying they're trying to bring him back in the fold. Like you're not gonna have to deal with the Suicide Squad bullshit anymore. Like we want right. to get we want to bring you up to the big leagues. Yeah. Type of deal. Because like I, which is funny because like I don't I didn't love his portrayal of the character. I didn't hate it. But I really did feel like there was there was it was not I didn't think it was him. No, per se. And I he's think proven was, himself to be a pretty good actor. Yeah, I like him. Weirdly, um, and we talked about him a little bit in in previous episodes. Yeah. Um, specifically with Mister Nobody, like um, he was really good in that. Um, he won an Oscar. I didn't see the movie, but he won an Oscar yeah, for Dallas Buyers Club. Excellent in that. His bit roles. I've seen him him in other movies. He's performed well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but. His Joker was interesting. Um, there it was, was it was different. It was very different, which is fine because they needed to find a way to differentiate. I love that though, because I, I every you got you you cannot do. He wasn't going to be able to redo Ledger, right? And, I mean, maybe he could have redone Nicholson, but why would you? Want why? Yeah, to, you got to be like, have him do something different. Like they all should have similarities, but have him do his own version of it. I don't mind if we want to do this super modernized version of this character. Let him do something that's a quote-unquote modern gangster, right? Right. Like, so, like, that's what he's doing. I, I was okay with it. Um, there was parts of it I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go... I, I can't say I'm going to go back and watch the movie again, but I have to go and re-watch him in mm-hmm. the movie. Like, maybe just find clips of him online just to, like, get a better feel for it because I saw the movie once. But um, I'm open to the idea of more of him under better direction and writing, although... Again, thus far we haven't seen that in yeah. this series so far. It was because it was it was like this interesting, um, like it was more driven by passion than the chaos that the Joker is usually yeah. attuned to. I was like, I want to see a little bit more of that, and then make a decision. Yeah, he wasn't it. a he wasn't. Well, you, I guess the Ledger Joker uh, says he's not a planner, and uh, but yeah, he has a plan. Yeah. Um, whereas this, he's well, much part more, of the plan. Yes. <laughs> he whereas this Joker was much more. Emotional, impulsive, right? Mm-hmm. Like where he murders the shit out of him when he's talking about, you know, Harley. You know, right. Like, so that was was common, right? That that, that was the guy yeah. he killed. So, um, so the Justice League movie that's coming out, and this is where there's another double down that's bothering me. Uh, this is the same thing that happened with the. The Suicide Squad trailers. Uh, up front, like I said, the first one, like the first teaser or whatever came out, I was like, okay, this, like I'm excited because I 
I like these characters. Like, I'm excited to see what happens. And then the second trailer comes out, and I'm like, this doesn't sound right. And like, the tone the tone changes entirely. Yeah, I was... After seeing the, the, the first real trailer, I kind of felt like I walked away feeling a bit just confused. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, what are you selling me on? Right. Other than that they're all teaming up. Like, I don't know what they're trying to sell. Uh, I think it was smart that they mostly avoided... Anything having to do with Superman, I hope they stick to that because you know he's coming back. But sure, I wanted—I don't want to know how or why. Right, right, right. Um, so I think that was a smart play for once. Um, but yeah, like the, the thing I just felt was like I was just confused. Like, are we gonna look at the strife of getting the team together because there was a little bit of tension, but then it was no, we're all doing cool things together, and it's maybe we're pairing off into mini teams and. Yeah. And then there's the, the, some, the villain or not the villain, and what I don't. You're, I'm just confused. You're villain in the like, movie of villains, Ed. Yeah. Like I don't know what I don't know what they're going for. Right. I don't know what the what they're selling us on, other than we're teaming up. Right. But uh, yeah, okay. So follow me on this journey, though. So they do that. There's there's two. There's the trailer early on where I was like, just like I was I, I love teasers. I love mm-hmm. teaser trailers, and honestly, I think I would. The prefer... teaser was cool. That was the first one they showed him meeting the the Flash was pretty substantial, right? And it was like uh... a, it was just a little bit like him going to the fishing like village and. No, that's him. the Justice League one. I'm I'm referring to the Suicide Squad trailer. Oh, okay. But yeah, we're, I am gonna get to that in a second. But like, it's like it it starts off. I'm like, I just need a teaser because the teaser gets me excited for the movie. I don't actually want to know too much about it because, as I mentioned in previous episodes, they've really been screwing up trailers. Lately, where you see the whole movie, oh, and I don't. Don't even start on the Spider-Man one. Uh, yeah, Bad. So, yeah. So um, then there's so then we get the the teaser of the Justice League movie, and there's like you said, he's going, he's meeting the individual people. I'm like, that's cool. Like that's it. That's yeah, really, like that's that. really like all that you one, need. Yeah. It's like I'm like he's putting the team together. You're getting a little glimpse of what they're gonna be like. For me, that's all it needs to be. And I understand like there's marketing plans and all that shit. And you have to get trailers out. And you have to get people hyped up and. Just, just slow it down because you had that something, was, yeah, you like, had something good going. See, that's the thing though. Like that first teaser felt coherent. Yeah, and then I, the like, second okay, one, like I get where we're going here. I have no idea where they're going with the second. Yeah, one. and then there's just, and then it's like, oh, oh, you know what? Let's throw another song in and make it really loud. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Let's get everybody jazzed up and make them feel like they're really excited. Yeah, they have no idea why. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we're gonna release this movie and everybody's gonna go. Oh. <laughs> but we have their money now, so who cares? Well, yeah, I mean that is the end game. Uh, that's upsetting. But that's what I meant by the doubling down. Like they're doing like that same thing where they're like, okay, now now introduce the second trailer that is just chaos and a loud song. Yeah, like that, that's all it is. <laughs> uh, that was super frustrating. I am, I'm excited to see a little bit of the flesh. I want to see what they do with him. Yeah. In the but I'm also terrified. Yeah, lots well, of I can't get excited <laughs> for it because. I'm a, there's a hundred percent chance I get let down. Right. Even if the movie's okay, I'm like I'm gonna be let down. Yeah. If I get excited for it. So okay. So now, if you go, if so, I'm just gonna rattle off what's coming after that. So we have it's the Wonder Woman movie that's coming out, then Justice League, then the Flash. Is that still on for next year? 2018. Because that one went through a bunch of shit with its directors and stuff too. They had yeah. like four different directors. Well, as far as far as, as, far as this list is concerned, yeah, it's gonna be Flash, Aquaman, Shazam. Justice League Part Two, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Batman. Actually, the only of all of those movies that you just listed, the only one that hasn't had some sort of fuckery going on in the in like the whole 
production of it is Aquaman. Yeah. It's the only one that's had smooth production from what I've heard. They just decided. And like the actors are on dead. board. Like the actors are on. <laughs> like the actors are on board. Like I'm interested by the cast. Not come near the water. <laughs> that family guy. Yeah, he throws a starfish at him. Yeah, hope like you don't, that, I hope you don't like starfish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were doing that over here. Oh, uh, if you were doing that right over here. He'd be so dead. No, but like, like the actors all seem on board. Like that, uh, they have had the same director from start to finish of the project, from mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Um, no one's gotten fired. Or walked away in anger, so like right. it's the only one that hasn't had some sort of bullshit going on with its whole production. Right. Yet. Yet. There's years. Don't worry. Years. Things will happen. It All looks, right. It's comes it's supposed to come out when did I say? Uh 2018. Okay. It says. So it's I'm gonna guess tail end of twenty eighteen. So they'll probably rewrite it in like September of twenty eighteen. <laughs> and then it'll the come release. out in Stick with December. the same release schedule yeah. though. Uh, okay, so um, this is depressing me too much. I'm ready to move past DC and it's bullshit. But uh, my curiosity there, though, the Batman movie, that's the untitled Batman movie, comes out way out too, it comes out way too late. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, he's Considering unless he's, they know that they're not going to live up. They like maybe they've decided they won't live up to. They're just trying to the put as much Batman. distance between yeah. it. No, but the thing is, like you were saying, like not having characters that are well defined. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that's been. Somewhat established now at this sure. point. Sure. So why not give us that movie now? Right. Because it also sounds like what they're going to do is they're going to go... Especially since Justice League's coming go out before all the other ones that are all those people are in. What? Yeah, what? Like, they're, everything that they've done from the first day that they decided we're doing a connected universe yeah. has been asked backwards. Right. Every fucking movie <laughs> that they've made. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, it's funny. We didn't get an Avengers movie until... Every single one of those characters had their own standalone movie, minus the two people who don't matter. Sometimes Hansen, more. Jeremy Renner. Every one of them had one. Some of them had two. Right. Right. On to the MCU. Before we get to the MCU. Oh, God. Since I brought... Oh, God. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Done with DC, but it was, a, yeah. it was a good pivot point here. We were talking about the trailers. The first Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? Yeah. was interesting. Uh-huh. They, com- they did the thing that pisses you off the most yeah. with this newest one. They're, they're giving us the big action. Like, Here's the thing you complaining about with the Yeah, the really cool, crazy scenes. Oh, I was really excited by the first trailer where they're showing him pulling the, the, the fucking... Yeah. The boat together, mm-hmm. the, the ferry together. And now we see that Iron Man's pushing on the other trailer. Oh, why am I going to see the movie? Yeah. So you're giving me that? you give me the thing where he's fighting the, the vulture. There was one where they, they, like... They gave us a quick little splash of it the first time. And yeah. now they give us, like, a big chunk of that. It, yeah. Why am I going to go buy another scene in the movie? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's trailers, man. Now that I've gotten angry, let's talk about all the things that are wrong with DC. Let's talk about how Marvel's gotten basically every one of those right. All right. Um, and I stand by that that has a lot to do with Disney. Oh, yeah. Disney's been, you know, at just about every point has been more competent than Warner at everything. Yeah. At everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's really like the. The Marvel, I'm I'm all for it. Anytime a Marvel movie is it's coming out, I'm like, there hasn't okay. been a single one since like Iron Man two that I haven't been super excited to go and see. Uh, for me, it was Doctor Strange. I wasn't thrilled to see, but I was thrilled of the concept of it being a Marvel movie coming out. So I know I'm gonna have a good time. Well, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like Iron Man two was still at a point where we were still getting our feet wet. Sure. Everything since then, like I've been all in with. Okay, there's a Marvel movie coming right, out. Right. Let me go see it. 
Doctor Strange was no different. Even though I yeah. didn't get to see it right when it came out, I saw it a few weeks ago finally. Which was great. It was really good. I thoroughly <laughs> But I did not see it because of some process. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters when I wanted to. Right. But, uh, so, upcoming... Upcoming in the MCU. Yeah, so Guardians is not up next, next, right? That's uh, in a month or so? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's May 5th. May 5th? Okay. Yeah. So excited for that. The first I one was so good. I cannot wait. See, that was, a, that was a movie, the first one when it was coming out, that I was afraid it was going to suffer the same fate as Suicide Squad. Yeah. But everyone involved with it was just better at their jobs. So. Yeah, like that movie. I, I didn't know what to expect because I don't know. Um, I never really followed that, like those stories. I never really got into. Well, no the one did. That was the yeah. point. That was why it was so bold, and that was right. why the move worked because they needed to go outside the box of just what we know. Yeah. So, but it was a similar idea. Lesser known property. It's a team up movie, but not of the same type as Justice League right. Avengers. Um, some unknowns with the production. This and that. Uh, actually, like uh, James Gunn at that time, he hadn't really been known for anything, had he? Yeah, let's see. Like I mean, I, that it was not that it was his first movie, but I, I don't think he was particularly well known at the time. Mm. And that, but he's, then he's only got twelve directing credits. I'm looking at it now. But then you go into a uh... Slither. Slither was the only thing that he did that anyone knew. And, and... Oh, Scooby Doo, writer. Well, no, I'm talking about directing. <laughs> No, he has a bunch of writing credits, but no, what I'm saying is no, this is the no, this is the second real yeah. life like you know this is the second real movie that mattered that people knew about that he directed, right? Yeah, so uh oh my god. Movie forty three. But he just did one segment of yeah. it. Yeah. That movie sucked. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was is only like the second full feature that he directed. Yeah, that's what it looks so like. it's it's Functionally similar to the Suicide Squad in the lead up to it, right? Yeah. Team up, lesser known property, lesser known production staff, director, still a nobody. Yeah. And it got everything right. And it was even the whole stylized thing, right? We're centering a big thing about it around music. Yeah. It's big. It's present in the trailer. It's present in the movie. Right. But the, and they got every the trailer, word of it right. Where Suicide yeah. like Squad got wrong. Well, it's like so. It, it what's really funny. You go into Suicide Squad and ten minutes into that movie, you go, Oh, oh god. You go, Oh no. <laughs> Oh my dear! I sense oh a disturbance and then in this ten, movie. Ten, ten minutes into the Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen." Yeah. <laughs> Hyperbole. Yeah. yeah, no, I. This was really good. Like that music starts kicking in in the movie, and in it's like it's the movie is not irrelevant. I mean, the music is not irrelevant. It's like there's a context for it. Yes. And it's great. Yes. And it's oh man. Yeah, and it was like, a great song choice that matched up well with what's going on. It was cohesive for the whole point of him having the, like the mixtape and everything yep. like that. Like, and there was a cool little bit of backstory to why the music should matter in it and everything like that. Like, so good. Hey, hey, that's that, that's my Walkman. Like, it's you know, just it's, funny. The characters are charming. Like, it's just yeah. The writing was strong. I mean, if anything, the only thing it's the thing that the situation that's been endemic to the whole one small failing of Marvels. Uh, the villains being a little bit on the weaker side. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with the villain in this one. I, I th- And I like Lee Pace, and I thought he did a good job with him. I just didn't think they gave him enough screen time. That would really mm. be my only complaint about him. Yeah, I wasn't super... Uh, when when he was on the screen, died, I was just, like, just kind of like, eh. So. I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the, the one scene like at the end of the movie, when uh, he starts dancing and just looking at him, oh, yeah. uh, I think he's great in that. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he just keeps going, What are you doing? It's <laughs> off, bro. You and me. <laughs> oh my god, but it's so good. I cannot but wait. But at least he had a good physical presence, you know what I mean? Like, like he was intimidating. Like, you, 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 
pay attention when he got yeah. angry. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I my biggest problem with him was just the lack of him, mm. like doing stuff in the movie. But, okay, so here here's a potential issue though. The bar is real high. But I think he's up to the task. I think he's proven it so far. Like yeah. So it's but the bar is unfairly high. <laughs> but you know what? You know what is just like it's money in the bank for them with the with this yeah. movie is the chemistry of like the, the the core squad. It's so good. Yeah, those actors work so well together. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, it's, okay, a trailer that is so good that Guardians. I know trailer, you love that thing with Drax. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's, it's and funny. that's it. That's all you need. You're like, oh right, we're getting this again. Yes, more of the same. I'm okay with it. Yes, you know? and, and we get more of him too. And he, you can see they already see there's a little bit of progression from one movie to the other. Yeah. Where like. He gets the idea of jokes a bit now. Yeah. Like, even though he's still super blunt and, like, doesn't, like, I love 100% it. get it. Like, the whole thing, you know. He <laughs> just said, your worst fear. You must be so embarrassed. <laughs> it's a secret. It's so good. And then, of course, I, I was actually Plus, a little bit worried. Plus, we get more Michael Rooker. He's joining the team. Yep. Yondu. Yep. Love him. Big fan. I was uh, I was actually a little worried about Baby Groot uh, going in. And then, when I saw the trailer, I was not anymore. What? Well, I am Groot. Yeah. No! <laughs> That, that him screaming the high pitched thing, his, the his, guy getting scared of him, yeah. he's like this tall. Bradley Cooper's voice acting is fantastic. Yes, in those movies. Well, it will be in those movies as of right now. Yes. In that movie, <laughs> that movie, and the bit of him we've seen in the trailer yeah. so far. Uh, he and he's. It's just. It's so funny because like his whole like his whole mannerisms are captured in the voice yes. of this wreck. Yes, and I love every second. You can of totally it. see him. You can totally see Bradley Cooper like from The Hangover, rolling, right. rolling his eyes. Yeah, the way that like that he that uh, that rockets rolling right. his eyes. Like it's so good. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we'll we'll definitely do a probably an extended episode on that one. Oh yeah, no, we, that should, comes we out. should definitely uh, get together for that one. Do a midnight show of that one. Yeah, maybe maybe pre-game it with the first. Yeah. Well, be cool. What could be cool is to do a midnight show and record right after it. Mm. Be fucking exhausted, but yeah, loopy and drinking and guardians. I yeah. like it. And then you guys like will it. get treated the weeks after that to a hang hungover episode of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So we got that one's up first, and then I think Thor Ragnarok's the next one. Uh, Homecoming that. is actually next. So I'm not sure how to treat that one. I I forgot that's coming up next, but. It's MCU adjacent? No. So it's part of it to the extent that we he was in Civil War and yes. Iron Man is going to be in it. But you've already, did you hear this week they said that he, they may be pulling Spider-Man out after the event the Infinity War movies. The, I didn't hear the that. contract yeah, so there was something that during it was like during one of these conventions that's been like going on, um, there's just chaos happening. Above yeah, those, us. I'm it's trying great. to ignore the cats. <laughs> oh yeah. So imagine we're in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is breaking the immersion of like the whole core concept of this show being yeah. like you overhearing us in the bar. Yeah. Yeah, the cats running around, or maybe it's people who live upstairs above the bar running yeah, around. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, no, so they have a contract to use Spider-Man. Spider-Man is property, not property, is. Available and will be used in Marvel properties, Marvel Cinematic Universe, up to 2019. So that covers the Infinity Wars movies, yeah. and in and another Avengers movie. If unless it's a, in well, I'm saying is he's fa- he's War. fair game for anything in that time block is what I'm saying. Gotcha. But they gave a, a press conference this week, and they were saying how excited it was. It came alongside the new trailer coming out. And they were saying how excited they were about this partnership, that the partnership was historic between Sony and Marvel, 
that had never been done before, and we may never see it again after 2019. Mm-hmm. Or we may never see it's like again sure. after 2019. So it's very feasible on the table that they could pull out if they if they if they can use Marvel like the well, core that they're trying to use them as yeah. and get the like they can build up this property where people are fully ready to be just Spider-Man and like they actually get it right this time. They could fully walk away from this deal. Yeah. So at that point, he would cease to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's the point I was trying right, to make. Right. Which maybe they can kill him off. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They and honestly, maybe like maybe that's maybe maybe they'll do that at some point. And they'll go like they'll go dark like for something. Uh, it could be. Um, that was a thing, right? In one of the Civil Wars in the comics, um, maybe not dead, but near death. Punisher, yeah. Punisher walks in with Spider-Man. Okay. Dead or on the brink of death during Civil War. He. Gotcha. Was killed or almost killed by one of the factions. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to know the history there. So. I just saw something about it in the past couple of months. Um, so I think it was in the that's recent cool. one, Civil War Two, that's been like ongoing recently in the okay. comics. Yeah. Um, so I guess him and Frank Castle both being like street level New York City guys, like. Sure. Um, but yeah. So well, whether or not they kill him off or not, because I don't think Sony will kill him off. But for the purposes of the MCU, maybe they do. Right. Or it's one of those he goes into hiding. Or, yeah. Could be. Could I don't be know. Honestly, we'll see what happens. But like the way that it's scheduled out but now, yeah, I guess we, we should, we should consider movies. it as part of the MCU. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, as of right now, it is. It is 100. It is. It's just it's on the table that they seem ready and willing to pull out of this. Deal. Well, there's at least there's at least probably four movies that he's going to be involved in. Um, Total or going forward? As of right now, go oh, going forward. Uh, Homecoming, Infinity War. Yeah. I'm assuming Infinity War Part Two, which is the the year after that. Yeah. And then Homecoming 2. Is that still within that? It's after that. But it's still within that time period? It is the 5th of July, 2019 is the projected date. Mm, okay, so I don't know if that falls before or after. But it's close enough, whatever. Okay. Well, it's less So minimum three. Say. No, 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 I mean yeah. within the, the confines oh. of the deal is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, it's interesting to see how that stuff works out. But uh, the problem here, well, a potential problem, this character after character after character is being introduced tons of characters for Mar- the Marvel in general okay. yeah and it's just like it's I feel like it's gonna start to get to be too much it it already started to feel a little bit like that with Civil War though I thought Civil War was a great movie yeah I liked it a lot it, it was like it was starting to to feel that way Civil War also was Avengers th- or 3 um yes, <laughs> yes. it was not it was not a Captain America movie um yes in, in the same way in, 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 the, in the same way that Batman for Superman isn't a Superman movie it's mm. a Justice League movie Right, right. It, this was it's exactly yeah. Well, like, I'm very curious. I'm curious why it was branded that way, Captain America: Civil War. Because it was tonally similar to Winter Soldier. And I'm wondering if, if actually, guess if you think about it, um, to get that storyline to make sense, yes, you need to watch the other two Captain yes. America movies, and but you is, don't necessarily need to see any of the other movies. No. you could actually be okay with those three standalone. So I guess that works. I would say. You needed to see the two Avengers movies and Winter Soldier to to watch Civil War. Yeah, you don't actually need to see the Avengers. I mean, technically not, but you take it with a grain of salt. Well, fine, but but there is something to be said for why do I care if these guys are fighting each other? Right. And you need to see them coming together and being a real team in the Avengers to care. Like that line. We used to be friends too. You said, you know, I, I had to help my friend. He goes, we were friends too. And I remember I called such bullshit when that came yeah. out, right? Like, when were they ever yeah. friends? Like, when? <laughs> when did we establish this? <laughs> <laughs> that 
That but the, the point is, like, to, to, have, to, to be able to suspend disbelief in any way, shape, or form, you do need the, the backstory of the Avengers. Sure. Why them being associated matters to them, then going head-to-head. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, to answer your question, the, the idea is it directly follows the events of of Winter Soldier, Winter, yeah. and it's tonally very similar. That's why it's a Captain Marvel. Yeah, and, that, and those three movies together are a cohesive story. And they don't cast him to the side the way they cast Superman to the side in... Batman for Superman. Even though it's so much... And you get a lot of Tony Stark. Everybody just hates Superman. Like Captain America about. is still fully one of the leads of that movie. So it's still a Captain America movie, even yeah. though it's totally an Avengers movie. Right. Yeah. This is a, this is a solid solid flick, though. I love... I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, of really good. Um, I know some people see... Ultron as a bit of a misstep. And it wasn't as good as the first Avengers, but I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I liked it. But I think Civil War was better than that. Yeah. I, these are true statements. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I would, like, if you were going to do the, thus far, the Civil War, not, sorry, not Civil War, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, ranked the, the movies, the top three for me, in no particular order, but mm-hmm. the top three would be Winter Soldier, Civil War, and it would be really tight between Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Like, I'm going to go top four because I honestly can't pick between those two. Interesting. Um, I know a lot of people are big fans of Winter Soldier. I love that movie. It's it, not I, up there for I me. Think, I think it's the best of them. Yeah, it's not up there for me. It's so good. And we're going to talk about that more later. Yeah. It, it just Yeah, that one... That's going to be in our part two of this. So. Yeah. Um, so, moving off of... So, it's Guardians, Homecoming... Then Thor. Then Thor. Um, who has been dormant for a while. Yes. Which, I, you know, they have good reasons yeah. for that, I think. I think that's okay, because he's not the most see, interesting that's a, see, character. That's a, that's a thing... But, see, but I miss him now. Yeah. Well, this, the thing is, like, if this was run by DC yeah. and Warner, they would have fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 it works within the context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's how you really feel. <laughs> right? Well... No, but what I'm saying is it works. Like, there's a good story reason, planning-wise... He yep. wouldn't have fit the tone of Civil War. Mm-hmm. It's about the people who were here. I, and now. I also like that they just they, they name drop him for like half a second. Well, because he still point. matters. Yeah, it's great though. Like it's not like we're not like we're not pretending that he's not here. Yes, Superman. <laughs> um. <laughs> we, we didn't fake his death conveniently. Yeah. He said, "No, I'm going on a big fucking journey because right. there's big answers I need answering." Yeah, and then he went away. Well, well, he'll be back. Same thing with Hulk. Oh, we couldn't find him. Yeah, still. He would have just messed everything up. Yeah. <laughs> he was just wrecked everybody. Because well, it would have been team, team Cap, Team... Mark Ruffalo. No. no. <laughs> say Team Cap, Team Tony, and Hulk just doing whatever the fuck he wants. The fence, the fence that was just... <laughs> the AI that's just running around in the video game just messing everything up. Oh, man. Um, but I'm excited. I am actually... I, I'm ready. I'm ready for another Thor movie. I'm ready for the character to yeah. come back. And, uh, I like the first one, although, you know, it's funny, I just heard something recently about the first one, and there was always something off to me about it, and I couldn't place what it was, it's probably because I only have actually sat down and watched the whole thing start to finish mm-hmm. one time, like, I, I've seen it in bits and pieces, probably told like three times, but I've only seen it once start to finish, and someone like brought it up, and I was like, oh my god, that totally makes sense. So what happened was they ran out of movie like money making the second half of that movie. Which is why you get all these big cosmic scenes and you get some cool scenes of him on the ground, but then there's that big segment when he like sacrifices himself and then becomes Thor again. 
where it's just like a patch of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple that's of them funny. fighting and like two cars get blown yeah. up. Like they, they ran out of money that's, making that's that great. movie. And I was like, that's what it is. Yeah. There's just a whole section of that movie that like oh, just doesn't shoot. fit with everything else that was going on. Someone in that comes movie. in with the book and they're like, uh <laughs> Can, can we move this fight out of New York City and put it in some bumfuck town in Iowa? So the guy, the director, actually, he's like on the camera right before that scene. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just show you Dirt Patch. And the um, Eiffel Tower so, crashes. <laughs> so he's coming back, and I'm glad he's coming back, but there is a, a really silly video that was going around a while back. I think I sent it's it to him you. him and his roommate. Him and his roommate in, yes. fl- in Florida, I think. I don't remember. And it is... Amazing. Yeah. If you get I, a chance to see it, I it's watched like, it. I don't remember it that well, but I did watch. I think you did. Tell me I think it's right. mentions like something like the Ragnarok like teaser, even though it's totally not. It's just like it's, it's to start drawing hype again. But he's just like he's like trying to get. He he has like he talks to the Hulk or he talks to Mark Ruffalo at some point. I think it is, and like he hasn't, but he won't let him talk to Tony. Like that yeah. that whole thing. It's just so silly. And actually, you know, I kind of forgot about it until we were just talking about it now, but um, excellent entree into bringing him back into the fold mm-hmm. was the post credit stinger in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Where he's talking to him. Yeah. That was a great, like, oh, okay, he's back. Yeah. Like, we're going to hear from him again soon. Like, and considering, again, that they've actually given care and planning how this is all going to go. Right. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. We're not just going to bring him in cold. Who else are we going to see in this movie? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, we're getting well. For one, the Hulk is going to be in it because he was also the other party who was missing in Civil War, obviously. Um, but I think most of the affairs will be done in outer space uh, or whatever Midgard or Asgard. Asgard, I guess, is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And other realms like that. I think they've said we're going to see other realms that we haven't seen or heard of before. Um, so I don't think we're going to get really any of the other Avengers or anything in this movie. I think it's just the two of them and then all the other characters we've seen in the Thor universe, all his his little lovable merry band of um, fighters, I guess. Right. I, uh, Loki. I, I just popped into the IMDb page for it and the order of the casting is Tom Hiddleston for Loki. Oh, you know what? I just Benedict that Cumberbatch, obviously. I, I forgot. That is, that's true. They confirmed that a few months ago that, that Doctor Strange, I don't know how big a role he is, we'll but he it. is going to be in it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's there. No, that's confirmed. He's going to yeah. be, like, it's the way it's being pitched, kind of, I think, is it's basically going to be kind of like a buddy cop movie with Thor and Hulk. That's cool. I think. Uh, I like that it, uh, Idris Elba's going to be in it, because... That, He's done well as Heim- Heimdall. I like yeah, him Yeah, that's interesting if they'll bring that character in. I'm wondering if it's like... Well, the fact that he was in Ultron... He's clearly got a big I, role to play still in the MCU. Yeah, I'm wondering if like how it um how it like falls like if you have to if it's really relevant to see Doctor Strange because a lot of this is too. It's like I know like uh, there's gonna be fans and there's people that are gonna follow this like like us who are gonna watch every one of these movies that comes out. Yeah, but you have to imagine that there's a chunk of people that just go to see a flick. Yeah, and and also there's a lot of them who are like, well, I'll see the Avengers movies. Yeah, um, and then whatever other ones I just happen to see. But I, it almost seems as if, though, this won't necessarily be, like, you'll have to see one and two to really appreciate it. Like, that's how it almost, that's what I'm getting know. from see, it. I think we, we do, because we have to understand that the kind of behind-the-scenes politicking and, like, chicanery going on by Loki with the whole... Because yeah. I think the whole point of this is, I assumed maybe he murdered Odin right. in The Dark World. But he didn't, from what I'm understanding. I think the point of this one is that 
Thor... I think he hid Odin somewhere. And Thor's looking for him. Okay. Oh my god, Jeff Goldblum's in it. Yeah, he plays the Grandmaster, I think. I love Jeff Goldblum. I don't know what that character is. Obviously, he'll be of some importance. Um, I like that they have, like, the whole group of, like, his, like, his, his again, his merry band again, like, Ray Stevenson. Uh-huh. Like, he, he, you can tell he has so much fun playing uh, Volsag. Yeah, I, I, I like him. And he, well, I like him he, in general. He's, he's played gonna... the Punisher in, like, Warzone, right? No. Tom Jane was Punisher. No, the one that came out after that that nobody remembers. Was it not Tom Jane again? I didn't, no, I never, I never saw either of them. I just assumed it was the same character. It was him. Was it he, him? It, he played Punisher in Warzone. I mean, the, the, the first thing I really saw him in was in the other guys, and he plays the the guy who's like the head of like the kind of like evil. Yeah. SAS. He's like XSAS or something like that. Um, but uh, also, I know him from Dexter. He was uh, one of the main adversaries in like an entire season of Dexter. Pretty, pretty solid actor. I like yeah, him. I like him. He's, I, I dig him. Um, I liked him in the Thor movies. Prior, he's like fun Gimli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> right? I like that. The big red beard, and he's like just walking around, like swinging his axe or yeah. sword or whatever. Like just, but he's like just having a great time and laughing and drinking and stuff. Oh, that's that's funny though. But like that that Punisher movie that he was in though, like that's like on the area like right before this, like all works as a cohesive set of movies. It's just like no, 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 no. Let's let's ignore that. Yeah, kind of thing. And what's uh, the name is way better in general as Punisher. Oh yeah, John Berthold, strong. Yes, if you just give me his real name. Like who the hell is Shane. that? Yeah, <laughs> Shane, Shane, Shane. I get. I know. Shane, there's, I there's a lot of people who really enjoy Shane and have no idea what his name is. In right. Real life. I mean, but let's be serious. The best Punisher was Dolph Lundgren. Um, wow, but, <laughs> that's not accurate. I just saw John Berthold pop up in to date the earliest chronologically role that I've ever seen him in. I watched Ghost Rider a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No, no, not Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. With no, because I realized that the way I said it, it might have sounded like the terrible Nicolas Cage movie. Oh my god! What I was, was talking that about was, rough. was not Ghost Rider, but Ghost Rider with you and McGregor and Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Pretty damn solid movie. Huh. Uh, what about that Batman Punisher crossover, The Accountant? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good yeah, no, he, yeah, and he was in that. No, but um, Ghost Rider. He filmed that before he would. He filmed um, The Walking Dead, I think. Like they came out like the same year. Got it. So he was flaming head on a motorcycle. No. But then Walking God Dead. <laughs> Actually, I think this role he might have had the most hair I've ever seen him have. Then Batman Superman crossover. Batman um, Punisher crossover. <laughs> so do you, my mistake. It sounds like we've kind of like gotten past the idea of this, and you want to get to the second half of what we want to talk about. Um. Well, yeah, let's just take a quick look and see if I missed anything else in the, uh... Oh, one other thing we need to touch on in there. Well, there's the Black Panther movie that's coming out in February of 2018. Okay, I thought we were mostly just talking about 2017 stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm keep, interested in that. I'm just keep cruising through. I am too. I... As of, as of right now... He was interesting in Civil War. Yeah. I still feel like we didn't get enough of him to really sink our teeth into yet. Right. Like, it, it, it almost... That was actually... It, it felt... Not, I don't know if it's like, rush is not the right word... But, like, I feel like I should have been invested in his character, and I wasn't as much as I should have been. It's hard not to get invested in a dude who watches his father get exploded. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't know if we said it seemed rushed or that we didn't have, like, that. There was something about the delivery of it that didn't, I didn't connect with it. I think it's one of those things, like you were saying, where we're almost at the breaking point of how many characters. And that might be it, yeah. So, we didn't, again, we didn't get enough 
to sink our teeth into, and, and yeah. because there was time constraints here. That's why I am glad that like they're not like he's not just going to be like um, Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Like he's not just going to be like <laughs> like this. we're getting our own Black Panther. Yeah, and I, you know I think what? that's cool. Funny that we should see this, but the Black Panther movie is coming out before Infinity War. Yes. You know, instead of ten years after. Right. Right. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, like someone thought of this ahead of time. Yeah, it's like he, uh, he's going to be in that. We should probably, uh, you know, explain sh- why, shape him up a bit. Explain why he matters. And then, so we after Black Panther, we get uh, Avengers three, Infinity War. Nothing needs to be said about that. Cannot wait. Um, oh, I don't just don't know how they how they're going to pull that off with all those characters. It's going to be great. Yeah, because now we're, we're, they're finally going to jam Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. in there too. It's going to be chaos. Yes. Which I'm going. I it's well. They're doing glorious, a two-parter though, glorious chaos. which is, is it seems necessary. At yeah. This point. Maybe that's what we're they, actually getting. And to. they decided on that pretty early on yeah. too. It was like, wow, yeah. this is going to be way too much. They don't fit. <laughs> they don't fit on screen. They're actually going to have to. The split whole runtime of the movie is just going to be us introducing everyone. They're going to have to split up the casting like between the two movies because they can't pay all those people at once. <laughs> um, and then Ant Man comes out after Infinity War. And the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. That was a pleasant surprise. Yes, it was. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the epi- of this um, episode too. And then followed by Captain Marvel, which I know oh, nothing right. I keep about. About that, because she's going to be in Infinity War. Yeah, so they'll intro her in the so they they're going to reverse that. Like the they Black still Panther, haven't picked the director for that though. For Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. It's like they still haven't. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> they, they, I think that they've announced. I don't think they've announced what the list is, but they've announced a short list. Gotcha. Um, they, I think within the next couple months, they're planning on having picked the director finally. Yeah. So it'll be. Again, it's not like it's their fourth director. Um. <laughs> Sick burn. Um. I can do this all day. Captain Marvel. They're the fucking worst. Avengers. They're the Mona Lisa uh, Saperstein movies. <laughs> Money, please. Um, Avengers. Hey, even Sequel. And then, yeah. And then Spider-Man Homecoming 2, and then three untitled movies, and then Inhuman. So are they actually still doing a movie because they're doing a TV show now? No idea. It says TBA, so it might just be I don't good. think they're doing it. Okay, that's fair. Well, it's better than Graffer's host. What? I went deep with that joke. I figured if anyone was going to get it, you would. You said TBA, and I said it's better than Grafter's host. Arrested Development? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I'm actually mad that I missed it. Uh, I'm mad you missed it, too. So, all right, so as we as we go away from the timeline here... We're going to pivot to part... How many minutes has this been going on? For? Oh, just to... I don't even want to look. I think we should just keep going. Well, because this may have to become two episodes. Nah, it's one long one. Craig. Okay, great. You know what? We're an hour and a... Part t- two... Oh, that's everywhere. Good. Chug, 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 chug. You could have moved it closer to the microphone. It just sounds like you're being. That's what that is. This, <laughs> well, is, a lot of this is all foam. Thanks for well, that. Well, you didn't tip the glass, dude. Uh, you like to make the noise, though. That's, that's, that's part true. of your shtick. But I can still... Hello and welcome to... <laughs> uh, the six six this. <laughs> I have all the equipment you have all foam. Give me your glass back, too. <laughs> Remix. Hear me. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to part two of this still running same episode. What are we getting into now? Uh, so to keep with the theme of this being all the same episode, mm-hmm. and we're having all this superhero discussion, we're going to keep with the same brand of beer. It's another <laughs> six-point beer. It's the, same, it's the exact same beer, and you just talk about it the same way again. <laughs> uh, so it's another six-point beer. It's uh, the Jammer, or Jammer if you prefer. There's no the in front of it. 
Hmm. Um, so what we have here is a sour ale that was brewed with Jacobson sea salt and Small coriander. Sour. Yeah. Uh, the mad scientists... Was there coriander in your soy stale? There was. No, mm. cardamom. Sorry. Cardamom. Wrong. Cor. Car. C word. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took a turn. That's not the one. Uh, <laughs> the mad scientist kept tweaking that jammer till it rocked so hard. <laughs> uh, this is me reading the can off the, oh, here man. again. The mad scientist kept tweaking that jammer till it rocked so hard. Bygone brewers... Repping the, I almost said reaping. Repping the six-point star provided the concept, and our friends at Jacobson Salt hooked us up with the key ingredient. It's salty, it's sour, and it's slamming. It's mad science. Shall we? We shall. Shall we dive into this one? And clink. Ah, so good. Oh yeah, that is both sour and salty. Whoa. Huh. I've never... Uh... Guys, it's happened. You don't like, like it? it. You know, I'm gonna drink it. You never. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, right? No, it's not. It's not. It's not bad, but it but wouldn't. It's the least good. Of the I wouldn't that, choose it. Yeah. You know. It's not. It's not as sour as I want my sour ales to be, and it's definitely saltier than I want any of my beers to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big grains of salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's odd. I'm practically chewing on the. That's salt a strange one. Um. Yeah. You never actually gave us your. Good. Or the other one I said good. Not good. I said good for you. No, I know you said you liked it, but just like oh, in, yeah. in your uh so the Tesla by six point Good. <laughs> the uh jammer by six point. Eh. Nah. Uh not a hard pass. Not a hard pass. But a pass. I'm not drinking it again, is what I'm saying. Well, it's fine. As long as you're not going to go dump it out, as long as you're going to drink the rest hey, of it. Hey, but I mean, I'm also not like the biggest fan if of you sour pour, beers. If you want to pour some of that back. Oh, I'm going to drink it. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of sour beers. Well, hopefully you like the one we have for uh, one of our next couple of episodes. But I've, I've had a couple sour. that were good. The sour cherry. It was good. That was good. And I've had some So you red... like the Newburgh sour ones. Yes. you had the Checkpoint Charlie, and you like that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another one coming up. We're not 100% sure what episode it'll be. But one of the next couple episodes. We'll figure that out when we're recording tomorrow. That last taste grew on me. Oh yeah. Uh, another problem with this one is I think, I think I would like it better colder. Probably. As as I do most beers. Well, because you kicked us out of the kitchen for this episode, I couldn't I give it to us cold. So. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Wild card. Well, let's uh, hope that the uh, the breaks. Let's hope that the wet blanket that this beer has been so far will not be an indication of what's to come because I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about next. Dive in. So, something, um, you know, usually you handle the leads and stuff, but I'm, I'm going I'm to yeah, take this one. I figured you want, I figured you want this one. I'm going to grab this by the reins. So, uh, something that you and me have discussed a bit um, in, the, in, in the, like, so say the past year, it, it's stuff that I've been reading about for the last year or two, and it's mostly come from one source, and it's people who write about movies, like, hmm. for, like, legitimate outlets or whatever. Not to, to say. Not, not to say that we're not a legitimate outlet, but from people who, you know... Write to more people than who read Six. our stuff. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, is the, the concept of superhero fatigue, whether or not we're going to hit that breaking point in the industry where people just are not going to turn out for superhero movies anymore because they're bored. And it, it's kind of inevitable in the life cycle of any product or any, no matter how great anything is, Breaking Bad only ran five seasons, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you hit a point where it's just too much or it's just enough, you know, and that, like, you know, you get out on top if you yeah, can. Sure. The newsroom. Get out on top. They didn't even get out on top. I think they did. 
Uh, he mailed it in in the last season. <sighs> we could fully disagree on that at another time. <laughs> it's not that it was bad. It's just that I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. After the goddamn dance. <laughs> but that's, that's season two, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're talking about Don Caver. We talked about him the best. I love that guy. He was in John Wick. Um, yeah, well, that's in the John same Wick character. episode. We talked about it. Yeah, it's pretty much the same character. Um, yeah, so what we, well, I think we're going to kick off here is talk about whether or not we've hit the point of fatigue. We're going to get to another topic that I'm even more interested in after this, but I think we need to address this first, whether or not we've hit or whether the near horizon showing this fatigue. Because people have been calling the yeah. fatigue factor coming up for like two or three years now, and they couldn't have been more wrong. At least from where we've been so far. So, just the quick answer for now, before we get in a little deeper. Do you think we're even anywhere close? Do I think we're close? To hitting the fatigue level. To the bubble bursting. I do. Okay, because I disagree. I don't think we're there. I don't think we're there. I think we're getting close. I don't even think we're close with a caveat. Okay. I think we're redlining on DC. That's okay. That's really more what I'm getting at because I I think the industry as a whole is fine as sure. long as Marvel Marvel hasn't really had a miss. Their well, biggest miss is Iron Man two. Yeah, which is like is is still better than any of the DC sure. movies. Any of the DCE movies. That's what I'm when I say that. That's yeah. what I mean because the Nolan movies are great, but they yeah. they're not they part of the alone. DC thing. Yeah, I mean? and I guess that's that's kind of where I, where I say we are. Where, like, that, I think they're actually they're gonna hurt the industry as a whole though because. They, I'm not saying they won't, but I don't think they'll kill the industry at the point. No, they won't because because they'll just they'll Disney, just, they'll just not gonna Im, let it die. they're just gonna implode. Yeah. So it's just gonna be hurting themselves mostly. There'll be a handful of casual fans that'll say, "I'm just done with all of this," but there's too many quality movies coming out of Marvel right now, and now X Men is stepping up to the plate as well. Yeah. Um. I do think there are things that have helped that, uh, like it not. Yes, but that's see, that's what I want to talk about later. I don't want to get to that yet. Yeah, because that, that's the meat of this topic. Yeah. Okay. So as of right now, um, the I I can't put them both together. If they're both together, then I guess no, it's not. But separately, DC is definitely I'm fatigued. See, the, when we were talking about this about a year or so ago, though, you were nowhere near there. But I think even you've come around, even though you you've enjoyed enough about Batman vs Superman to be still with it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever really watch that movie again, honestly. Batman v Superman? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd i be willing to give the Suicide director's Squad cut is like a Stockholm chance. Stockholm Syndrome, if you watch that again. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I won't. I refuse. Um, it would have to be, I, yeah, I think I, be like a punishment. I do think that you need to do the director's cut, give it a chance. Just so that I'm willing can... to see just that. I actually want to watch, well, you know, we should watch that together at some point. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Um, I know you, you said you have it, right? Yeah. Um, so we could do that at some point. Although I don't want to do that as part of the... I have a lot of bad movies. You're still, you're still trying to steer us back to that thing? We talked about that in the Lego Batman episode. The, you're talking about your friends having the bad movie. Um... Oh, no. <laughs> no, I just have a lot of... I have a lot of movies. So we, we plotted, of course, we, many of them are we, bad. We, we plotted out what might be the demise of this show with us doing an episode on the Christmas special in yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know it's if like I'm a, ready for that. Uh, it's like 20 years later, looking back, there's an interview. Really, where it, where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like the awkward documentary where it's yeah. like, you know. Um, and it, then tragedy <laughs> struck. 
In a move some people called and horrible. It was like just it, horrible. It's like it, it's like two separate interviews. There's a guy with you, and he's like December 2018. He gives you like the exact date that we recorded the episode. I don't recall and, that day. And your face just drops. <laughs> <laughs> we can either do that where it's like the the awkward like you know like yeah oh, yeah oh, sorry what did you want to ask me about next? Oh. Yeah. Or it could be you know, December uh, December 15th uh, 2018. Uh, I don't recall that day. Um, was there was there anything of particular? <laughs> uh, you and uh, your cousin Anthony, your former partner, it never happened. You, you and your former partner recorded an episode of Flicks and a Six. Oh yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that show. Um, yeah, what episode was that? I don't remember. <laughs> the Star Wars Christmas special. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Throws a chair. <laughs> Interview over. So is there, is there anything you want to talk about more about the whole bubble? Or do we want to get right into it? I think we just dive into it. Okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure if there's anything else we want to address. So, for me, the reason that I think that this is still sustainable, Mm -hmm. and it's something that we've touched on a bit together, but I have been trying to more fully flesh out now, is why this can still work and why Marvel has been so successful is because outside of the Avengers, they're not making superhero movies. They're making movie. They're making genre movies that have superheroes in them. Right, and that's like the really successful Marvel movies. And also, I'm going to incorporate in here. I said I wanted to start bringing X Men back into the fold. If you want to talk about Logan too, yeah. Logan, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man. These are not superhero movies. They're a western. A 70s style spy thriller. It's a Blade Runner meets Mass Effect space opera. And what was that? I mean, it's a heist movie. Mm-hmm. They're, those are not superhero movies. Right. They're these other really specific genre movies that are excellently done that have superheroes in them. Which is cool as shit. Yeah, and that's that. a creative mind though over there. Right? Yes. Like it's like that. It, they just, that's, uh, it, uh, Disney does no wrong. Like that's, <laughs> that's just like how it is. Ah, they're so good at what they do, right? Yeah. So I mean, like that, that, that's why they're that's why their movies. I feel like, like they do stand apart, and they stand like they're the caliber of the movies that they put out is far and away. Yes, like, from high quality production. Even when you're bringing in a rookie like James Gunn, mm-hmm. right, for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, or even first movie in the in the Marvel universe that had some internal strife with the production, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. They had. The guy who wrote and was going to be directing the movie. Right. It, it was... Um, I always forget which one was which. Peyton Reed was the one who ended up finishing doing it, but it was um, oh, Edgar oh, Wright. Oh, yeah, Edgar Wright. Who... I love Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, Three Cornettos. Yeah, I know you love the movies, too. I mm-hmm. love them. Uh, and Scott Pilgrim, which... Have you seen Scott Pilgrim? Uh, parts of it. I liked it. I, I, I only caught it like halfway through, but so I enjoyed it. that's going to be one that we have to sit down like like bring a friend and watch a movie episode. Yeah. That's one we're going to have to do because I love that movie. Okay. And I feel like you would love the movie, too. Um, great cast and it's just so different and quirky yeah uh, and Edgar Wright's awesome um, so yeah they had the whole so stri- Michael <laughs> yeah <laughs> see I'm not even really a huge Michael Sarah fan him. although he's good in that I like him in Arrested Development when I desired to yeah <laughs> so he was funny as Robin I know that, that's such a great line but um, <laughs> um yeah so they had that whole thing with, with Edgar Wright where he write, he writes the script and he's gonna direct it and then they, they the, the studio tampered right First time we've really seen that with that, 
and he walks. And they have Peyton Reed come in and do some rewrites. Although they did mend the relationship because Edgar Wright ended up getting a writing credit and a production credit, I think, on it. They kind of brought him back into the fold and they kind of revamped his thing. And then they did it under Peyton Reed's direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie, I had, that was the first one that I was like... Like I said before, like I, I kept going and being excited. I wasn't super excited for that one. Because of how clunky it was, and I wasn't sold on the idea of Paul Rudd as a superhero. Right. And it's a really good movie. It's so good. It's so fun. It's fun. It's funny. The the action scenes were cool. Like, and it's another one of those things where it's like smart and it gets it. Like the scene where they're fighting in the suitcase. Yeah. And he like accidentally, he's, I'm gonna kill you, and yeah. he puts on like the I forgot what song it was, or oh, I'm gonna destroy you, or something like that, and it was destroyed by whoever. Like the, yeah. <laughs> they're playing it, and the scene where. Yeah, and they showed it in the trailer, and it totally lived up in the movie. When yep. they, they get super the pan small. out of the of the train. Uh, yeah, it's oh the top of the tank engine crashing so into them and just awkwardly yep. falling off the track. Like, <laughs> like that's smart stuff. And like, yeah. Paul Rudd was really good. <laughs> like that was, I guess, it was just the right character. Like yeah. he wouldn't work as Captain America. Right. Um, and I don't know a lot about um, see Scott. Um, I've got Hank Pym as the one who was the original Ant Man. He was who, um, what's his name played. Um, uh, Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas yeah. played. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting that. It's, it's Scott, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, he, it was just the right character for him, right? right. <laughs> and uh, and he was funny. He gets to do his little charming thing. And, you know, he worked as that Scott Lang. He, he got to work his ass off, right? And, like, he was convincing in the fight scenes, right? Like, even just him fighting in, with Evangeline Lilly, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when they're doing the training montage, you know the you know, obligatory training montage right. in an origin story or whatever. But it, you get sold on the fact that it's like it it becomes this whole heist movie, and you have a good cast, and it's like you can look past the fact that it's another origin movie. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like one, even though it is one, because you get so much more going on. Yeah, and you get the whole tie-in with the Avengers. You get a little cameo by Anthony Mackie. You know, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun movie. And the same thing with Doctor Strange, which I didn't mention as one of the ones that's genre-specific. Yeah. It was Inception, but with superheroes, yeah, yeah. right? Absolutely. Like It was like Inception Matrix, kind of, yeah. like... But... You know, time... Yeah, the whole time-bending bending yeah. thing, like... Um, and, I, I, you know, I, again, really strong cast. Like, I like everyone in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, maybe an opportunity to break the mold of the Marvel villain not succeeding continuing on because technically Casillas doesn't die in that right. and I love Mads Mikkelsen yeah. tremendous actor so good in Hannibal um, you should watch that show you would like that yeah. show he is tremendous in Hannibal um, but you know it, it's again it's not even even though it's an origin story it's a little clunky in the beginning because you do feel like it's an origin story but, but past that it's like you want to buy in because you're getting a whole new world of this stuff. You're getting a whole new powers, a whole new edge on this on this Marvel universe, right? right? Yeah. What did you think? Because I know we haven't really had a chance to talk about that movie um, very much because I just saw it a couple weeks ago. The Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I when it, it was one of those movies, and you know what? It, it's it's funny because like I don't know. I, I feel like I I I should just allow myself to get more hyped mm-hmm. about the movies. Um, this is where, when we originally talked about the superhero fatigue, yeah. it was before I saw this movie. Yeah, it was before. Um, and it was because, like, I was starting to be like, alright, another one's coming out. I feel obligated to see it, because I know I'm going to at least enjoy part of it. Yeah. Right? And then I end up loving it. Yeah. Loving every second of it. Yes. And, I guess that's really, that's, that's really what I have to say about Dark <laughs> like, It's like, it's, 
it was just it was just different. Like I don't, but like I guess I I think my my ties to loving it are like you said like you brought up Inception. Yes, and like this like this whole like manipulated manipulated world. Yes, around you and like all of the the time bending stuff like all of that just works for me and like like I love like that sci fi aspect of things and seeing that in a there you go Marvel it's your it's it's your point right yes. there like this is a sci-fi movie it, yes it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird sci-fi like with a Marvel character yes <laughs> and yes and that's it, how brilliant is this like right because um, Disney, Disney knows movies yeah <laughs> like it keeps coming back to yeah. that um, sorry I'm just trying to double check here because I, uh, I, for, I forget the guy um, is it Feige is it a Kevin Feige or Paul F- the guy who's the uh, he's the one who's in charge of the Marvel properties, like he's um, oh. he's the Kathleen Kennedy of Marvel, is where she is for uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I I gotta double check the but he is brilliant. He is so brilliant to the guy who's in charge. Of, I can't remember his name now either in DC, who I think they're trying to like oust because he's done such a shit job with guiding this ship. Um, but he just keeps putting people in the right position to succeed here right yeah yeah well it's kevin, kevin it's, so there's a, there's a couple of things to this so like as a, as i said like if you break it down it's disney yes you're winning um then you have you're making you're not making superhero movies you're making these genre movies that have superheroes in them that really does make it stand apart from it just being a loud loud music in a trailer yes right um bring it back and then it's it's not just that, like, it's not just a, a genre movie, like, they can go, they can make a good movie if they're, because they're writing a story not specifically, like, sure, like, there's, like, the origin stories are in there, but, like, it's, they're just writing this story. Yes. Around these, and it does help that these characters are established in another format. Yes. And they have, like, all this backstory that they can, they can pull from and manipulate and the make thing it is, work. Like, I don't know anything about Ant-Man, I just know that he's a dude who gets in a suit and can Sure. Shrink. Yeah. But I totally buy in yeah. on the movie because you've given me a character who I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And you've given me a story that isn't just, this guy's going to go punch things. Right. Like, it's something that, and, and it's about the characters. Like, you, you have a bunch of characters that you care about their motivations to some extent. It's not always been super connected with all of them, right? But to a certain extent with each of these characters, you buy in at some point. That's why you stick around for the whole movie, right? You buy in on the motivations of the person, um, whether it be the family, whether it be Doctor Strange breaking down your ego. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's we see a bit of ourselves in each of them. You see, yes, you see Scott Lang wanting to make it work with his family. You see Doctor Strange wanting to be more than what he was because he's realizing that. He's up his own ass so much that yeah, well, like, it's yeah, hurting like, everyone like, around. Yeah, like, him, like figuring right? out that he's like a dick. Yeah, uh, but like the whole like, and that's what my next point of that was going to be is that all of these movies make you feel something. Yes, and that's kind of why you go. Yes, uh, you know, like that's that's even if even that just even if the something is something as light and easy as just fun or laughter, like or yeah. like happiness or joy. Right. D- There's D- some... Disney again knows how to. Pull emotion out of you, you in need, whichever ones they want to do. <laughs> for a movie to be successful in any way beyond just the surface, like, oh, it made me laugh, or oh, it had action. If you want to go past any form of like blockbuster popcorn fare, 
the movie needs to make you feel something, whether it's anger, rage, joy. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but not you... in the same way that Halloween 2 made me feel extreme rage. <laughs> no, no. Not no. like that. I don't mean... You, no, you're not supposed to be <laughs> The angry. art itself. You're means... not supposed to be angry at the movie. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not supposed to be anger at the movie. It's supposed to be an empathetic rage for what's going on, right? right. That you see some... Even if it's a small reflection of your own personal battle with something that you would be angry at, you see reflected on the screen. Mm-hmm. The movie is supposed to be a foil to the person who's viewing it, right? It's supposed to, or it's supposed to bring that out in you. Right. And they've succeeded to some degree or other in every one of these, uh, especially in the last five years. Absolutely. Um, and DC has yet to evoke any emotion in me. That's not directed at the movie. New DC. What? New DC. New DC. Well, the DC extended universe. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm just... I just... I think that's important, though. It's okay. the fact that there were three movies that were fucking amazing. But it's not part of the DC extended universe. I know, but it is a so, it's um, DC-branded properties. It's just hard to say DCEU. It yeah. doesn't flow nicely. Yeah. So, the DCEU has yet to evoke that emotion in me. Mm-hmm. It has evoked some rage at the screen. And again, it's not yeah. Halloween 2. That's not the type yeah. of thing I'm talking about. <laughs> I've yet to connect on an emotional level in any way with these movies. The whole Martha scene didn't do it for you? Again, I was, laugh- <laughs> I was laughing, but I was laughing at it, not with right. it. Right. <laughs> Why do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe it, but like Pete Holmes did that scene better. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, look up Pete Holmes' Bad Bad Man, bad man oh. and try and find the, watch all of them, but the one with him and Superman. So good. I was a boy. <laughs> now I'm a man. <laughs> that, that one of the Joker like, one. Where'd, the where'd you get that stupid suit? Your dead dad give it to you. Your Bruce, parents your die. parents are dead. <laughs> Don't bring it up! <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, uh, I do want to bring back a little bit, uh, just just a little before, you know, because I think we're getting close to wrapping up here, yeah. um, to the idea of doing something genre-specific, because the one that's the most out there is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I told you this, but it's something I've seen in recent weeks, and I think it's really cool, and it's works perfectly timing-wise right now because Mass Effect Andromeda came out. I don't know how many people have played the Mass Effect series. It's my favorite series of all time to play. But James Gunn, when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, wow, this feels like Mass Effect in a movie a little bit. And in the couple of weeks before Andromeda released, someone was asking him about it on Twitter, and he said, fuck yeah, I was inspired by Mass Effect. (laughs) That's great. He goes, yeah, if you're a Mass Effect fan and you felt like a Mass Effect while watching Guardians of the Galaxy, you were right. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, Blade Runner, Mass Effect, and Star Wars are like the three... Police Academy. <laughs> like the, the three big like motivations yeah. or inspirations to Guardians of the Galaxy. And to see that, because there was talk, uh, the original Mass Effect coming out in 2007, there was talk around 2009-ish of them doing an actual feature Mass Effect film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... It's pretty much dead in the water, and it's probably for the best, because as much as I'd love to see it, uh, it would work way better in a Game of Thrones type of mm. medium, because it's such a long, in-depth story, it needs more than two to three hours to flesh it out. Sure. The first game is a 35-hour game. Um, not that you would need all that content, because a lot of it's exploration and stuff, but 
to see that on screen in some small bit on Guardians of the Galaxy, it does open that something that people probably haven't seen. And I, that was one of the reasons that Guardians connected for me so much. And I, I know you enjoyed it a lot as well. Yeah. That aesthetic and that kind of open world kind of just ridiculous like and it's that almost an 80s throwback to some of that sci-fi stuff which is Blade Runner and the original Mass Effect they also said that they kind of were inspired by the atmosphere and aesthetic of mm-hmm. Blade Runner as well although they stylized it a bit more but that sort of thing was you know we're talking about a heist movie or a 70s political thriller there's nothing more genre specific and way out there than Guardians of the Galaxy right you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I think that's really... Science fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that sci-fi fantasy space opera type feel. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how they expand on that and like, for the you, new it, one. If you need to, if you want to, like, if you're not like 100% sure what you're talking about, just like look at the Benicio Del Toro's character. Yeah, like, uh, that's, the like, collector. The picture of him. Yes. Like that is that is the embodiment of the genre of that movie. Yes, like, yes. That is, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and just the way he like walks around yeah. and his awkward mannerisms yep. with his hands and stuff the, like that. Like when everything's destroyed around him and he's like drinking his little And he's shaking a oh little bit, God. right? Like he's shaking and Howard the Duck's there yeah. talking to him. Like It's like that's that's everything that, that movie is and it works so well. Yes. Like that movie is there to make you laugh. Yes. And make you wonder. Like it's it, it, it's crazy. And I'll be honest, I get not not to the extent of possibly tearing up what we're talking about with Logan, but mm-hmm. this I I find myself overcome with a sense of some sort of emotion when they grab the Infinity Stone. Oh, yeah. At the end. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing of, as the music crescendos, it's ridiculous, like, the coloration and Mm -hmm. the way it's shot and bridging the gap between him reaching out to connect, finally, fully with the team. Yeah. And it's the same thing as an analog to how he failed at reaching out to connect with his dying mother at the beginning of the movie. The way that whole thing goes together, like, sends chills down my spine. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it finally, uh, with how do you, how are you doing this? And it's we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a perfect punctuation to such. It's like a fucking like maelstrom of emotion that's going on in that right. whole scene, right? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just thinking about that scene, right? <laughs> yeah. It does. Like, it kind of gives you chills, and then but like, you still want a fist pump at the end, yep. and it's like. And you just want the music set again? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Oh, I, now I just want to go watch that. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the next one, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. We should uh, we should definitely do that together for this. We most certainly will. All right. Um, so that's good for me, man. Let's, yeah. let's All right. Uh, so that's been episode five of Flicks in the Six, uh, Spin Tune production. Check out spintune.com to catch a new episode every Monday and a new article every Thursday. If you want to keep the conversation going, you can reach us at The Spin Tune on Twitter and Facebook or email thespintune at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-S-P-I-N-C-H-O-O-N at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.